0: Hello fellow explorers. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. We're on a mission to explore and this week we explored the third book of the Ashcane series written by one of our very favorite guests of the show. In fact, This is his third time on Siren Soapbox, Dr. Ian Smith, Ian K. Smith, um, when he's writing his novels. And in case you're curious, please check out episode number 57, that was Woof Point, and episode number 29, that was Fast Burn, to hear our past conversations with Dr. Ian. All of the Sirens have read the first two Ash Kane novels, and we even recommended actors and actresses to play parts for the series when we read Wolf Point. Uh, we all read the third book, The Overnights, and I can't wait to hear what everyone thought about it. And since the new book is about an anchorwoman during sweeps, we were also challenged to interview someone for our mostly weekly show, The Positivity Pop-Up. But before we get on our soapboxes, just a reminder that if the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is...
1: Mango. 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 <laughs>
0: First up on our soapbox tonight is tc
1: i started the book and finished it in one day it was nice getting reacquainted with my old friends again and as with the first two books reading it made me want to head back to chicago for a visit ash kang seemed a little different in this book he was less vigilant vigilante. I remember reading the first book, The Unspoken, and my sounds of shock led my husband to ask, what is happening in that book? <laughs> it was a very dark ribbon woven through the first two books that I didn't see as much in this book. This summer has been a very busy summer for me. New campus, doubling our student numbers and our staff numbers, starting a new grade level with a new program. It's been really exciting and really busy. And so I really need the weekends to help me wind down, relax, Forget about the next thing on my list that has to be done in a short amount of time. And this book provided exactly that for me. I was on the streets of Chicago, or looking out a window at the lights and the winding Chicago River. I was eavesdropping on conversations, visiting people in small cozy neighborhoods, watching crime scenes caught on video, all from my couch on my patio in the Caribbean work and the never-ending queue of deadlines never crossed my mind and i'm so grateful for that i could see taste hear and smell chicago and the saddest thing of all is that the book ended now i have to wait for the next one though i hear it's finished already i wonder if ash will dip down into the dark vigilante world again in book four i can't wait to find out jess what do you think of the book?
2: Well, I was so excited to join the world of Ash Kane again. I was so glad that my old friends were in this book and also a couple new ones. I couldn't wait to begin reading it, but I did put it off because I knew once I started, I wouldn't be able to stop. And I was right. I finished it in about three days, which I would have finished in one. But, you know, the nine to five got in the way. Stupid
0: work. <laughs> Stupid jobs.
2: I think this was my favorite one so far, even though there were not any peanut butter and bacon moments, shall we say? (laughs) I loved how Ian tied the story to current events, and it made it very emotional, yet still entertaining. I can't imagine how intense it was for him to write, but I'm glad he did. I also loved the personal progression in Ash's love life, and that we have hopefully seen the last of Julia and her nonsense. But for our challenge, we had to interview someone. I was pretty nervous about this, but thank goodness it was just an audio interview. I interviewed the owner of a plus size women's clothing store that recently closed here on the island. Shay and I were both super nervous, but we shared the questions ahead of time and that helped. I can't imagine this is how news personalities, especially Morgan Shaw, do it every day. They probably don't give the heads up to their people that they're trying to interview, but it was a fun, short interview. I think that I'm going to stick to my day job behind the scenes. I'm not sure broadcasting is in my future. Mer, how did you feel about the lack of peanut butter and bacon in this book?
0: (laughs) You know, I was okay with it. Um, Ian K. Smith, or Dr. Ian, as he has affectionately known, has done it again. I listened to the overnights in just about one sitting. I finished up the last half hour last night, and that's where... Um, that's where I found the plot twist that I was looking for. And in all Ash Kane novels, since you asked Jess, there is some element of vigilante, which I didn't pick up right away in this book. I think the vigilante piece, though, is in Ash working with the anchor woman to take down some corrupt Chicago PD officers. But maybe Dr. Ian can confirm that for us. I was hoping that The Overnights was as good as the first two in the series, and it did not disappoint. And if you haven't bought this book yet, I'm not really sure what you're waiting for. As for the challenge, which I came up with, <laughs> I have not completed it yet, dum, dum dum but I do, however, have a few prospects. I recently had a drink at a bar that has been bought and reopened after many years of closure. The new owners, it's a mom and a son, they've breathed new life into the place and they've named it after their son and sibling. Uh, his name's Casey. Casey is autistic, and his mom, Maria, hopes to use the place to serve people with special needs. Uh, We'll find out more when I finally get that interview. Also, I do have a request in at my full-time job asking them if I could interview someone about what it means to be nominated as one of the world's most ethical companies for the fourth time and how it feels to be one of the only four banks in the world to receive that designation. I feel pretty lucky to get to work with Fifth Third Bank for many reasons, and that is just one of them. Now, as far as the journalism goes, I really enjoy that piece of the podcast, and I could see myself doing this again. And as for your question, Jess, about handing over questions ahead of time, I think Dr. Ian may have some insight into that. We'll ask him about it during our conversation. Sarah. What do you think about this book?
3: Well, I am so glad that we finally got to read the third Ash Kane book. I mean, I did wait as patiently as I could, but it was tough. I'm happy to say, though, that it was definitely worth the wait. Even though it has been some time since we read the last Ash Kane book, it felt like we had just talked about it. This book picks right back up with Ash's golf obsession, his I have a quote for that attitude, and of course, his troubled love life not to mention getting us drooling over all of the incredible food he and his friends eat. I once again was also immediately drawn into the big mystery or mysteries of the story. Dr. Ian does an amazing job teeing up complex mysteries and leading his readers down the twisty paths to the final reveals. And I'm not kidding, talk about twisty. No spoilers, I hate spoilers by the way, but just wait. I'm not sure how this one can be topped, But I'm not going to be sad if Dr. Ian figures out how to do it in the next book, because there sure better be one, right? (laughs) For our challenge this week, Siren Murr asked us to interview someone, seeing as the main character in the book is a reporter. Well, great job, Murr. You sure know how to get some of us, me, definitely, out of our comfort zones. I was so nervous about doing this. And even though I knew I had a great candidate to interview, it took me a week to get my courage up to reach out and get it done. And he's a friend of mine. Thank goodness I did it though, because I really had a great time in the end. I picked a friend of mine who has started a Facebook book group called Got Some Good News For You, and I'm pretty proud of myself for getting uncomfortable and seeing just what I can do. Dr. Ian Smith is the number one New York Times bestselling author of Shred, The Revolutionary Diet, as well as Super Shred, The Big Results Diet, Blast the Sugar Out, The Clean 20, and twelve other books with millions of copies in print. His novels include the award-winning *The Blackbird Papers*, *The Ancient Nine, and the first two books in the Ashkane series, *The Unspoken* and *Wolf Point*. Dr. Ian is a graduate of Harvard, Columbia, and the University of Chicago, and is the medical contributor and co-host of the Rachel Ray Show. Dr. Ian first joined the Sirens for episode 29 of Sirens Soapbox, *Fast Burn*, back in June of 2021. We loved him so much, we jumped at the excuse to have him on again for episode 57, Wolf Point. I think we'll keep looking for reasons to have him on our show, and the overnights is definitely a good reason. Dr. Ian, we're curious. When can we read book four?
4: (laughs) Well, first of all, let me just say that it is always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, I'm always honored that you invite me to come back. Um, It really is fun. I try not to get very emotional, but you guys read books and you really read them and you think about them. And as an author, that's very touching to me. So I want to thank you, first of all, at the top of this. Um, book four is already done. Uh, it's called Eagle Rock. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very a whole different case, of course. Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that this will publish um, in 2024. I would like to publish an Ash Kane once a year. Um, so this one came out in 20, uh, 2023, is this one, the overnights, 2024. I did skip a year because I had changed publishers and the publishers, you know, when you change publishers kind of they have the schedule and blah, 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 all this stuff you don't care about. But <laughs> I'm hoping that we will be back on track for doing once a year Ash Kane. So it is ready to go. That is so exciting. We I.
0: I don't it's know about the news. rest of them, but I can't wait to read it or listen yeah, to it. I I'm actually ready. listened; to, I listened to this one, but I did pre-order the hardcover copy of the book, so I have two two copies of your book now, Doctor Ian. Awesome!
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sign it at some point.
0: Oh, you can. We'll make that happen. Wish okay. granted.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> you can either visit me in Hawaii or TC in Saint Croix. And Gee. we can make it a big excursion
4: yeah okay i love that <laughs> i <I'm> mean <in.
2: laughs> just to you know sweeten the pot
4: That's yeah right.
0: exactly yeah. we'll throw we'll throw an ocean in there maybe the Caribbean.
1: <laughs> mer the person who read the book was it like how who read it how was the sound the voice. um i've
0: i'm sorry i forgot his name do you do you know his name offhand dr ian
4: um his name is Amar Abdullah is his last name. Yes. Yes.
0: He, he did a great job with the voices. Um, he had a different voice for every character and I really appreciated that. He did a, he even had like a couple of accents in there. It was a really good, it was a really good narration.
1: <laughs> nice.
4: He's a stage actor. Was there a,
1: was there anything that was different than you imagined, like the way something is pronounced, or the voice that was chosen for somebody, or a tone, or anything like that—was it, was it, was it different, or was it what you expected?
0: No, it's. It, I. There was nothing really unexpected. He did a great job. There wasn't any. I don't know. I felt. I just caught myself really engaged in the listening of it.
3: I feel like, seeing as we've met you, Doctor Ian. I mean, on on Zoom. I, when when I'm personally, when I'm reading the books, you're narrating in a, in a strange way. So I feel like it would be very strange for me to listen to it and have somebody else narrate it. Cause you in my mind, you you're speaking all of Ash's lines for sure. So it'd be very strange for me.
4: Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, feel same. The, I feel the same way when I'm reading books um, that I see, like for example, when I'm reading Michael Connelly, like I imagine I've met Michael And I've talked to him, and so I imagine him, his voice in that book. And to hear someone else narrate, I'm not saying I can't accept it, but it would just feel a little different. So I do agree with you. The reason why I narrate my nonfiction books, the reason why I didn't narrate the Ash Kane series is because I felt like I wanted to have someone who's an actor who, because part of it is performance, right? I mean, you got to perform. And not that I can't do it, but I felt like, well, maybe someone can do it better. Probably Not maybe, probably someone can do it better than I can. And so I want to give, because I don't listen to audio books. I'm a reader. I like, I'm like. i very tactile, you know. But I wanted the listeners, uh, the listener readers, I wanted them to have an experience that may be better than what I can provide. So that's why I haven't. But maybe one day I will narrate one of them.
2: Well, he did a great job.
4: Good. I'll tell
2: them that. I actually, I don't when I'm reading it. I I think I used to have your voice, Dr. Ian, until we did our last um, meeting with you, and you said that you would not play your character in the TV series. So I was just like, oh, well. Not him anymore. Now I got to picture somebody else.
4: You wrote me off, huh? You wrote That's me right. off.
2: You wrote yourself off, Doctor Ian. Yeah. I
4: think in my
1: kidding. in my mind, I I think Doctor Ian might be more kind than Ash Kane. Ash Kane was he was showing his stuff a little bit in this book. He he came off like quick and hard. He. And yeah. I I picture Dr. Ian being more kind to like, uh, what do you call the guy who guards the door at the doorman? The door, and, door, the yeah, doorman. the doorman. <laughs> I don't know.
4: Which doorman? The the I mean, one in her apartment building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan's apartment building. Yeah, you know, Ash has a little attitude. Um, he certainly does. Yeah, he has more <laughs> attitude than I have. Um, which is very interesting. Um, I bet it's fun I, to write that. It is. It is. you know when you're when you're a writer and you are who you are as a person, it's a lot of fun to become someone else and write what you don't do yourself. It's that's a lot of fun for me. I got to be honest with you. And you know, there's certain moments in the book that become really fun. I mean. The romantic stuff I really like. I love the interplay with him and Carolina. Uh, that's a lot of fun. I love the moments that he's with Mechanic um, and they're just quiet um, and they're just existing together. Um, uh, I love those moments. So there are moments in the book that I, as an author, I like writing a whole book, don't get me wrong, but there's certain moments that I really enjoy. I feel like I'm experiencing it as I'm writing it. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you just said her name because I've said it a few different ways in my head as I've been reading the book, and now I know. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, that's Same. how I picture it, but people may pronounce it different, which is fine, too. I, I picture it that way. It, it sounds, Catalina sounds more sassy. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It yeah. does. She
4: and she's sassy. Crazy. I love her. I love her. She's just a great character. I love their
3: relationship. It's a really neat relationship that they have.
4: Yeah, Yeah. finally. I I know. I don't want to spoil it for
3: anyone who hasn't
0: read the book yet, but you know, I'm really glad that he's moved into that whole arena. Yeah, (laughs)
4: Yeah. but you know, he's a wounded duck. He is. He's a wounded duck, and um, it it doesn't mean that he can't heal and move on, but. He's not good with relationships. He has a tough relationship with his dad. Um, They're trying to mend the fences. I love writing those scenes too, by the way. I love writing those scenes. Um, These two alpha males who have a sentimental side to them that they don't want to share with the other. Um, And, you know, it's just really fun to write that kind of friction that exists between them and then what's inside of their head that the other one doesn't know. I like writing that.
1: So... I love Good. I love rocks in this in this book. She's a little spitfire. I really liked love her. Like her. she's a bad, she's a badass.
4: So you know where I got let me tell you where I got her from, by the way. So on Instagram, um, and those who are listening, you can follow me at Dr. Ian Smith, spelled the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. On Instagram, this woman hit me up. She's a boxer from the UK. <laughs> and and I used her name. And she's like this little tough boxer, like attractive and tough, you know? (laughs) And I was like, wow, she would be a great character. And I loved her name. I loved her name. And I said, I got to find some way to use her as a muse for a character. And so I uh, created that character based on her and it has her name.
0: I love that. All the way it's spelled too. If you're only listening to the book, you don't get to see the cool spelling of it's Rox for short. How do you pronounce the full name? Rox. You
4: know, I, I've never, I gotta be honest with you, I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never talked to her. I just hit her on IG. Yeah. Um, but I spell like she spells it and I just call her nickname Rox.
0: Yeah. It works.
4: Yeah, she's fun.
0: So the last time we talked to you, there were that you were meeting with some producers about a Ash Kane series on B E T Plus. Is that still happening?
4: We were in development. We had written a pilot script, and then the strike happened.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) right. There's a strike happening.
4: (laughs) That's right, a big strike, which I support, by the way. Um, And so even though it's holding me up, it's a very important strike um, for our future as writers. Um, And so um, we are frozen. Everyone's frozen. But, yeah, we were – we expected – here's the crazy thing. We thought that we were probably about a month from getting the green light to go to series a month.
0: Oh, wow, so close. Wow,
4: So close. And I'm just hoping, fingers crossed, that when we come back from the strike, we still have they still have the energy for the project. Because sometimes mm. when you kind of put things down and look away, you kind of get distracted. So fingers crossed, um, we are going to actually keep moving in that direction. But we were close. We were talking casting and everything else.
0: Oh, did you take any of our casting advice?
4: Um, I did. I did. And um, I've learned there's a famous story um, with J.D. Salinger and Catcher in the Rye, which I love. He's a very eccentric guy, we all know that. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things reading about him was he made it in his will, will, will that no one could ever do a production of any of his books you can never produce his books for TV, for movies, none. Think about it. Catching the Ride, one of the biggest books in history, never a production, right? Never. Right.
0: Yeah, so, I heard about that recently. I had forgotten about that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And so I now understand why he did that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah? when, well when you spend so much time writing a story and creating these characters they become your family, they become your babies, they become everything to you. And then you hand it over to someone else and they take it and do what they want to do with it as a creator. Yeah. That can be very tough a tough pill to swallow. So, mm-hmm. you know, I will have some suggestions as far as casting is concerned, but I've quickly learned that my influence
0: they don't really care that much what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer
4: but they're very polite about it they're always well, very polite. Good. you know Dr. Ian, we love you we love the book and you know then they say but this
1: is so, what we're no. <laughs> love you but no
4: <laughs> so we'll see what happens we'll see
1: so i have this bad habit of um I, I start craving the things, the favorite things of characters in books. And my husband can always tell because something that I eat or drink totally changes. He's like, is that what the character likes? So guess what I've been drinking a lot of lately? What? Wine. You can't I see, see me. Oh,
0: root
2: beer.
1: Oh. You got root beer? <laughs> ah! That's hilarious. <laughs> I've had root beer like every meal, and I'm like, well, Ash Kane likes root beer, so. <laughs>
4: oh, can I tell you guys something? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I was like the one of the few kids that loved root beer as a kid. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it ice cold, and I used to take this this glass mug, put it in the uh, refrigerator, and get it, you know, real chilled. And, oh my goodness! And I don't drink soda anymore. I stopped drinking soda when I was a kid, but um, one thing I miss is root beer, I got to tell you, I really miss root beer. So thank you for showing me that. It brings me way back in the day.
1: <laughs> I do keep a glass in my freezer for just that reason.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: You
0: know, um, one of my favorite things about Ash is his love of food. Are you also a
4: foodie? Um, Yeah, I think I am. Um, You know, it's interesting because I grew up with a very limited palate, actually. I really did. Um. You know, we didn't have a lot of elaborate foods. We ate probably seven to 10 dishes was our mainstay kind of. And it wasn't until I went to college and left home where I had to eat other foods and I was around other kids from around the world who ate different cuisines that I really said, wow, there's a lot of other good stuff out there. Um, And so, yeah, I love trying different foods. Um, I like to cook when I get a chance to cook. Uh, yeah, I watch cooking shows. So well,
0: you're a, the contributing physician on the Rachel Ray show. I've seen you yes. like share recipes on the show, so I know you yes. do some cooking yes. there.
4: Which is which which is which is very tense presenting a recipe to Rachel Ray. Let me tell you something. Oh,
0: I can imagine. <laughs> so that's like my worst
3: nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! The only thing worse than that would be trying to cook it in front of her.
4: Uh, well, i done that. Oh my gosh! That. I was gonna say, no. I
3: bet he has yes, on I, stage, I, I,
4: right? But, but here's the key, though, with the shows, those cooking shows, everything is set up for you. Like you can't mm-hmm. mess up. You yeah. rehearse it, and she has a whole culinary team. They have everything measured and ramekin. Like we'll do this and this. So it's it's very easy. I wish I had that at home when I'm cooking. I mean, it's just you know.
0: I mean, you could just pull out one of your cookbooks and follow the recipe. It's essentially the same thing, Dr. Ian.
4: <laughs> yes, but you know, but you know, yes. But you know, I gotta tell you, sometimes when you're cooking, you wanna try different stuff. You wanna try to yeah. take a recipe and kind of add this, take this away. That's where the fun I think the fun is between the lines of a recipe, not the recipe itself.
0: Yeah, you know, that actually comes through. I remember in what was it Fastburn that we were reading? A lot of the the recipes and things were sort of loose. I mean, it was it was strict enough that if you really needed to follow a regimen, you could. But there were also some loose guidelines that you could.
4: Yes. And I yes. love that about your
1: book, actually.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose.
1: OK, speaking of your books, let's talk about that whole vigilante piece. What happened? Like nothing shocking. <laughs> I mean, there were twists and turns. Don't get me wrong. Kept me on my toes. But. There was never a point where I just sat back and said, oh my God, what? <laughs> like, that didn't happen. What?
4: Yes. Well, um, so I forget who mentioned earlier, but what he's doing, I don't want to give too much away of the book, but what he ends up doing with Morgan is somewhat satiating that aspect of him. I also felt like I want that to come and go. I don't want everyone to expect every single book He's going to have a situation to solve. And so I purposely left the full, isolated, he's on another path situation. I left that out of this book. Not to say it's not coming back. uh, But I just, I I want him to do it when he has real good reason to do it. When he has Mm -hmm. a real odious person to deal with, then he's going to do what he has to do.
3: Felt like maybe this particular um, issue maybe needed to be, I don't know, that might've taken away a little bit from the outcome if, it, if he had done something that was not quite above board in order yeah. to manage this particular issue that was being solved. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. it's kind of the way I was looking at it towards the end. I was, I was glad actually to see that there wasn't something that he did that you could kind of sort of sully the outcome.
4: Yes, I agree 100%. I think that's an absolute spot on read of it. Um, and when I was writing it, when I was writing the case, I felt like, well, he doesn't need to do do that this time. Like the case, with this particular case he's working on and what the outcome's going to be, uh, not giving the ending away, he needs to chill for a little bit and just focus on this situation.
1: Yeah,
0: did you guys like Morgan Chow? I did like her. Um... I liked her. I liked her. I just don't want to give away the ending of your book.
3: <laughs> I, I
1: liked her a lot. I loved her determination, man. That I, I liked her. She reminds I her. me just I, not because that
0: I think that this person in Cincinnati is exactly like her, but there's just the, the one news anchor that I'm picturing when I'm reading Morgan Shaw, and it's our beloved Trisha Mackey here on Channel 19 mm-hmm. News. That's who <laughs> I kept picturing.
4: Trisha, I gotta write down that. So it's interesting. So Morgan Shaw is a compilation of my good friends in the news media who are anchor women. Um, it's not based on one, but three women, who are friends who have interviewed me, who I work go to do interviews with often. Um, And that's who she is. One's in Detroit, the other two are in Chicago. Um, But you can see, it was fun writing her because I know her
2: Mm -hmm.
4: Um, and and because I think people can relate. Like you just said, you saw Trisha Mackey, right? You saw your local anchor. I think almost everyone has that person who they could see be that anchor and i think that she's a very uh relatable character in that respect um i just think that she's i just like it was fun i you know i have fun with my characters. i love characters and i i had a lot of fun developing her i thought she was uh i thought she was a challenge i I liked her
1: yeah she was feisty
4: yeah yeah she's feisty
1: i loved that no matter what was happening all the way even at the end no matter what was happening she had this, she projected confidence and it didn't even matter what was happening inside her because you know there were times, some of her behaviors, you know she wasn't always as confident as she projected, but she flawlessly projected confidence.
4: Yes, she's unflappable, at least outwardly speaking, she's unflappable and I think, and that to me is what a lot of great anchor women are. They're just, you know, just unflappable. They're just, you know, one of my favorite anchor women um, is not a glamorous anchor woman, but Judy Woodruff, um, uh, who used to be on CNN, who's now on PBS, um, is just a classic, unflappable. She just goes just like this all the time. Um, and so, yeah, Morgan's unflappable. She's tough and unflappable.
2: I liked her as a newswoman, and obviously, the the story that she was doing was so important. Um, and that she was so determined to get to the bottom of it and expose it. But I did not like her as a person <laughs> did not like her. I was like, "Oh, she is too nasty. I do
4: not <laughs> like her. Mm-mm. No. And you know what? I love that response because, because sir, she's a polarizing person. Some people are going to like her. Some are going to really dislike her, which is great. Like, you know, sometimes I guess authors write characters where they want everyone to love. Okay, fine. But I didn't write her that way. I write her knowing, I wrote her knowing that she's going to rub some people the wrong way and some people are going to like her. So the fact that you said that is like, great. I, I'm i glad there's a difference of opinion about her. That's, that's wonderful.
2: Well, I usually have a different opinion than those other two, so. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> TC and I have the same brain,
4: basically. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, hey, did you guys um, work on the questions for the
0: $10,000? Oh, I haven't even seen them yet. No. Did you okay. accept my you insight, Dr. Ian?
4: Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> you're right, so, I already did it.
0: So tell our listeners what you're talking about.
4: Okay. So this is my 25th book. And as to have some fun in celebration of that, I decided to make a $10,000 giveaway for whoever could be a good detective in honor of Ash Kane. So I have five sets of clues and there are questions related to those clues. And whoever can answer all five by the end of August, so there's a month left, Mm -hmm. will get the $10,000.
0: Is there anybody close yet?
4: Well, people are waiting to submit their answers because they really want to make sure you get one shot at it. So they're really really waiting, um, but no one has submitted the right answers yet. But pe- I know people are working on it. I know they're working on it.
0: So five questions and each question has five um, clues.
4: Um, yes, I was hoping that I could bring up. Um,
0: you can bring somewhere. whatever you want. This is your show, Dr. Ian. OK,
4: well, I, well, I want you guys to see. Um, I want to give you an example because here's the situation. So if you go to my Instagram at Dr. Ian Smith, look at the link in my bio. You'll see it. So let me read for you. Question one, for example. Okay. okay ready so I give you clues then I ask you a question so here are the clues the best place about 30 to 40 kilometers from where numbers 62 and 64 most enjoyed his afternoons next clue same question next clue Carolina and Ash sojourned here viewing Snowcaps caps galore what's the location name
0: sarah looks like she knows
1: <laughs> well i mean that that one it feels like it's too easy that one
4: okay hold on let me give you another one uh question number three historical murder suicide that's one clue yeah, i know this one Five less than 91 plus four. This is all in the same clue category, okay? All right? And last clue in this batch. Creator of such left her his, quote, second best, end quote. Who is she?
0: I know the first part of that question. Good. I'm I'm almost positive.
4: Okay. That's good because... So you got to try to get each clue and kind of like piece them together to get to that question. So it's going
0: to be a fun little uh, treasure
4: hunt. Yeah, this
1: well, it... this is going to be a fun.
4: It's good, right? Uh, number five. Let me read this to you, because you guys read the book. A lot of you haven't read the book yet, or who are trying to do this. Where LeBron whispered to Morgan Shaw. Where Diggs tried to attack. Where the fans cheered her appearance. Those are the clues. I got that I mean, one. I... Okay, you guys got that one, right? That okay, one feels yeah, yeah. Really okay, easy. Well, okay, well, those I are clues. Know. Those are clues. Now here's the question. Oh okay. here's the, questions. the real names of the team's owner, the singer to old glory, and the middle name of the assistant to the team's chief.
0: Oh, well, that makes it a little more
4: difficult. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: what you say? So that makes it a little more
4: difficult. I now, what, mean, did, what did TC say? She said, oh, gosh. She <laughs> laughed. <laughs> so listen, guys, guys, it's $10,000. Yeah, that's a lot a of little, money. Right, you got to do a little work. Now, you got to do a little work. And you got Google to help you, so be a detective. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's I mean, that's what these books are all about, right? Detectiving.
4: That's right. And guess what? It's tw- There are four people. It's twenty five hundred bucks a piece.
1: I mean, yeah, that's, we can do this together. Yeah, that's right. not chump
4: change. we do it together. Here's the mistake people are making. you ready for this? Yes. They're being selfish.
0: Mm, yeah. No.
4: They want uh, to do it by themselves to get the whole ten thousand.
0: Isn't that the always the way greed will do you in every time?
4: It's listen. For one person to be able to solve all five, it's possible, but it's probably not going to happen. When you have different views and you can bounce things off and something may register, that's why you need multiple people. That's my that's how I would approach it.
2: Yeah, heck yeah.
4: Yeah, so there you go. Oh, Man, we're doing this.
2: Like I'm like, oh, OK, I think we can do this. And then I think about the murder mystery game. <laughs> What do you all? Oh, we did the murder mystery game Dr. Ian and it did not end well. <laughs> we did not solve the murder.
0: Different circumstances. There were way way more cooks in the kitchen. I think the four of our brilliant minds together can can do this.
4: I think so too. I hope you guys do it. I'd like to give this away. I really would. It'd be fun. All
0: right, so I'm yeah, just excited. I'm just creating a little group chat for us. That <laughs> we can exchange our ideas on our clues,
4: okay? Did
2: you put Doctor Ian in oh,
4: it? it. <laughs> Doctor Ian can't help. I, but you know what? I wish was happening. I wish people. I wish people would, would like email me and just like I'd love to hear what they're thinking. I would love to hear what they're thinking. My oh, mother okay. is. My mother is trying to do it. By the way. Oh, um, is she. And she is not doing well, and um, she's been harassing me. <laughs> And I said to her, Mom, do me a favor, just stop and let me just give you the answers. Cause you've working so hard, you're way in the wrong direction. Let me no, 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 no. I said, okay.
1: And I'm guessing she, she that... can she can join our chat and oh, yeah. she can be part of our, our team. Yeah, that way she doesn't have to do it alone.
4: Well, she's got probably Uh-oh. she's got probably two of them now that are right, but oh she's not getting the other three.
1: I said, then she can definitely join our chat if she already has two of them done.
4: <laughs> yeah, she she's got, yeah.
0: <laughs> Does your mom read these books?
4: Oh, my goodness. Yes. And what's interesting, my mother is not a big reader, but, you know, she's a mom. But Heck yeah. Yeah, but you know what? She reads them not because she's my mom. She really enjoys these books. It's not She's not even a mystery kind of person, but she really loves these books. Like, she can't wait, and I, you know... My cousin also loves them. And he says to me, can you do two in a year? I'm like, <laughs> I, no, I can't. I I stuff. You know, he's like, we got to wait so long. And I'm like, listen, I feel the same way with authors I love. Sometimes I will wait four or five months before I read the book. So it's less waiting time for the next book.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can
1: just like binge two of them at yeah, a time.
4: I do that. I do it all the time. So I I, I understand. Maybe Maybe one year I can do two, but we'll see what happens.
1: When a new book comes out, I like to go back and read the ones before it over again. Yes. That way it doesn't seem like as long of a wait. And you remember the characters' little details maybe a little bit better.
4: Yeah, me too. I do the same thing.
1: Um, We are getting close to time,
0: so we have a couple of choices. We have more questions that we can ask Dr. Ian, or I can present to you a little game that I call Who Said
4: It? Okay. Whatever you want. You guys, up to you.
0: (laughs) I love it. All right. We are going to play a game called Who Said That? Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was great. All right. These are our characters. These are, for those of you uh, who are listening at home, I popped up all the people that I cast as characters in Dr. Ian's... uh, cane series and I added Rocks because I loved her so much
4: so that's a good one actually
0: yeah that's so, a good one yeah uh Rosie Perez as rocks I think that's perfect
4: yeah that's I good mean,
1: actually who else would you pick for her
4: um you probably what? see
1: the the girl on Instagram oh. there's
4: a there's a there's a woman who played she's a dark-haired woman who played a cop in uh blue bloods the one with um tom Selleck.
0: oh yeah i never no? saw that
4: one walberg and there's a woman who played the partner to the young the young cop and i gotta i don't can't think of her name right now but she'd also be cool actually
0: so i have stephanie beatrice as carol caroline carolina i think i have uh-huh. her name spelled wrong here carolina okay. And we could actually swap them. Stephanie Beatrice could be rocks and Rosie Perez could be Carolina. She's much more petite.
4: Yeah, I don't want Rosie <laughs> <but> Carolina. <laughs> I think I think who you have looks more like Carolina.
0: Oh, well, perfect.
4: All yeah. right. Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. So I'm going to read you guys a quote and it could be one. It could be a quote from any of Dr. Ian's three. Um, books about from the Ash Kane series. OK. And you have to, like, yell ding, ding, ding when you know who it is. These are your choices up here on the screen. We have either Ash Kane, Mechanic, Carolina, Julia, Detective Burke or Rox. All right. Sounds like that little piece of information is something you'd want to share with a guy you just hired to protect you. Ding, ding, ding. Jess.
3: I think that was rocks. You ding, ding.
0: Who, who who just dinged?
3: Was that Sarah? I feel like that was an Ash Kane line.
0: Oh, do you? It was actually rocks talking to mechanic and Ash about the job of protecting Morgan Shaw in the overnights good job guys. I got it wrong I got it wrong <laughs> I, I, was th- tar I was a
4: Zara. I was a sorry on that jeez
0: man that's what I was hoping was happen would happen I was hoping that I would trick you Dr. Ian yes all right oh, we got more I want to see how good you are at this all right we got more you guys ready yeah the, the girl at the dealership said it was possible but against the ethos of the car whatever the hell ethos means
4: hmm. I got this i
1: got this one i have a guess
4: guys pay attention to the last part how it was said
1: well i know all right who it's tc go the person i'm guessing is not on there so i'm wrong (laughs) (laughs) who who were you thinking um i was thinking that it was um what's her name morgan
0: oh no Mm -mm. No, she would say, whatever the hell ethos means. But this guy said, whatever the hell ethos means. (laughs) Hmm. Can I say Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, sorry, got it. It There you go. It was mechanic. Mechanic. He's talking to Ash about this Prius that he has. And Ash is kind of clowning him about driving a Prius. And he talks about the girl that suggested that he buy it. The the, uh, salesperson. salesperson. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. exactly. That was in Wolf Point.
4: Yep. This is good. I like this.
0: (laughs) It's fun, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Next, we have the issue of the words, no brand. This took a little work, but the layup text nailed it. What's missing are the words that follow is more accurate.
3: Ding, ding, ding.
0: Jess.
2: I'm going to say Carolina when Look. she got some of the reports for Ash.
0: You are correct. They what were- book though, what book? Oh yeah, what book, what book Jazz for the bonus? Overnights. Nope. Nope. Oh. Do you know Dr. Ian?
4: Yes. Can you yep. read it again?
0: Mur- yeah. Next, we had the issue of the words, no brand. This took a little work, but the lab text nailed it. What's missing are the words that follow is more accurate. Do you remember they the scene? Him. Yeah. Do you
4: remember the scene? Do you remember he went to the house? He went to her house um and he at the big mansion and he went to her bathroom and he found the package in the remnants of the package in her uh, bathroom in the waste bin.
0: That's right. And he and Carolina were talking about it over dinner. She had That's done right. some snooping for him and then right. in exchange mm-hmm. for an expensive meal. That's right. That's right. This is good. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Morgan started receiving similar letters about a couple of weeks after he got out, but it was more than the letters. Her car was vandalized, and she was sent a box of floggers.
2: Ding, ding? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jess. Not a confident ding. Um, I'm
3: going to go with Detective Burke.
0: Anyone else have a guess?
3: Was it was it Ash talking <laughs> to Detective Burke, maybe? Yeah, it's one of two people.
0: Well, it was Ash, but he wasn't talking to Detective Burke. He was talking to the other reporter. Yes, Tyra Martin. They were talking about the possible
1: connection to Morgan's fearing of her own life.
4: And, but you got to be
1: careful because you're like giving spoilers for anyone who listens to our podcast now.
4: Oh, yeah. No. OK. All
1: right. Uh, all right. By the I, way, I'll will t- take I'll cut that out.
4: Yeah. By the way, Tyra, <laughs> Tyra is my producer on t- uh, for the TV show. I do in Chicago. That's a real person.
0: Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> oh I, I that's that. fun. <laughs> She's awesome. I
3: love
0: that. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more. Um, I'm sorry. I just got to find the right one. OK, you ready? I just can't figure out what it is. Why would people pay all this money to spend half their day twisting the hell out of their backs and swinging metal <laughs> sticks at something no bigger than a meatball at Maggiano's?
4: <laughs> I wrote that. I like that. That's, That's
2: a great
0: line, <laughs> Dr. Ian. I like that. <laughs> I know what it is, too.
1: <laughs> I have a guess. All right. What's your guess, TC? I think it's um Detective Burt. Talking to? He's talking to Ash Kane. In which book? Oh gosh. It could be any of the three of them. I don't have the answer
3: to that. <laughs> I don't think it was the last one. I'm gonna go I don't Yeah, yeah I don't I'll go I'm with concerned. the
0: overnights. It was Woof Point. Wolf Point. Mm.
4: Wolf Point. But you're right, it could have been any three because he's always complaining about that. Mm-hmm. So it <laughs> Yes. It would have worked for any three. Hey, guys, before Mm -hmm. we go, let me tell you something.
0: Yeah, let's hear
4: it. My agent just sold a love story I wrote.
0: (gasps) What? What is that book?
4: So I wrote, I've been writing this story for close to 30 years. Um, And it's a love story that takes place in three of my favorite cities, London, Paris, and New York. It's a novella. um, And I don't have the pub date yet. They just bought it. But it's um, a fun read, and it's an, what I'm calling an unorthodox love story with, twi- with, a, with a major twist in it.
0: Does that mean that we get to interview you when it print.
4: comes out? I would love to. I, I can't. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm excited about all my Ash Canes. Mm-hmm. This book I've been working on for so long, and it has such great elements to it. I can't wait for people to read this book. It's called The Girl from Shepherd's Market.
0: The Girl from Shepherd's Market.
4: Shepherd's mm-hmm. Market is a very small area in central London. And it takes place back in the late 80s.
0: That's exciting. Are you guys excited yeah. about reading this book? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think like
3: we, we need to get uh, a heads up when that's on its way.
4: Well, yeah, I'll let you guys know. In fact, maybe you guys get the advanced copies. They're called ARCs, advanced reading copies. Um, I definitely would like you guys to read it. It's only going to take, I'm telling you right now, one and a half hours. Oh, it's a sweet. small book. It's a little book, but it's, it's powerful.
2: Does yeah. this mean if this comes out the same year as the Nash cane we get to talk to you twice in a year?
4: Well, you know what? My fingers crossed that the publisher will do that. I'm hoping the publisher will do an Ash Kane and do this one. Um, but that would be wonderful.
1: Yeah, that's that be- exciting. Oh. Congratulations. We'll definitely have him on when we we win the contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, when we win the 10 grand, we'll have to bring him back. And
2: uh, what's mom's name so we can friend request her?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we'll do the next one in person, and that's what we'll spend our 10 grand on.
4: Oh, yeah, getting to Chicago. That'd be nice.
0: That'd be really nice. Well, uh, thank you, Dr. Ian, for joining us this week. We, Would you like to uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and all of your books?
4: Yes. Uh, my Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith, spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. My website is DrIanSmith.com, spell everything out. Um, and on threads, um, you can find me through my Instagram, the new kind of new social media platform. Uh, and Facebook, by the way, if you want to try to win the prize, my Facebook group for the book is called The Good Reading Room, The Good Reading Room. And um, yeah, I will. And, and the email to send your answer, uh, your answers in for that are theovernightsbook, theovernightsbook at gmail.com
0: great thank you so much and sirens thank you for recording with us tonight and for the interviews that you conducted sarah and jess i swear i'm getting to mine i'm really excited about it full disclosure i am very nervous about it too so sarah admitting that makes me feel better and i am going to get on with my life and conduct this stinking interview oh yeah next week Fellow explorers, we will be recording a pre-dive episode, so make sure you stay tuned for more ways to explore with us. And thank you for listening. Listening to this show and sharing it with someone you love is the best way to support us, but you can find other ways to support us as well at sirensoapbox.com support. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox, and a special thank you to Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias, and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.